our lesson in faith in uh, our redemption. Um, our, our Facebook thing went off. Uh, and I had a friend tonight that want, he, he wanted to join in tonight to listen to see what we, what we share. Okay, well, while, while we're working on that, I need you to go to, let's uh, go to our opening scriptures, our foundation scriptures, which is in 1 John chapter 5. Somebody help Casey back there while he work on that. Get those scriptures on there. 1 John chapter 5, and look at verse 4. And it says, whosoever or whatsoever is born of God does what? Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that what? Overcome the world. It is what? Our faith. So again, we are making indication it's not that we don't have faith. We do. Right? It's just that we are learning how to use what we already have in our possession. Okay? So what? we don't like faith, but what do we like? We like knowledge. Amen? We like understanding. And so, let's put this other verse of scripture up here. Let's go to, Gala I mean, yeah, Galatians chapter 2. Look at verse uh, 20, Galatians 2.20. It said, for I am crucified, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I. See, it's important that you get that. It's, it's so important that you get that because when he's talking about yet not I, it's not talking about your soul. It's not talking about your body. It's talking about your spirit. You are alive in him, and that's the place where you and I live out of. We don't live out of our soul. We don't live out of our flesh. We live out of our spirit, and as we live out of our spirit, it affects my heart my thoughts, my emotions, my will. Can you see that? But you have to live out of the word, out of your spirit, before it can affect or change can take place in your soul. Remember, I spoke about this on my, on my Facebook page, that Adam didn't just have the, uh, the knowledge of good, but he had the knowledge of good and evil. God never intended for us to have the knowledge of either one. God's intention was for us to know him. That's the reason why he came down in the cool of the day every day to fellowship with man. Because God wanted to commune with man. God wanted man, right, what was the purpose of creating him? So that he could have someone he can speak to, talk with on his level. And this is the reason why you and I, when we walk around during the day or whatever, we do, Lord, thank you. I praise you. Oh, you're so good, oh God. Sometime when I'm exercising, Lord, thank you that I'm able to do this. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for giving me, you know, making that I have the time I can do this. I mean, right when I'm exercising, Lord, I just thank you. What am I doing? See, you... See, I'm acknowledging him. See, you may not think that, you know, that means a lot to God. 
but it does. It's not just when you sit in your house and just have your devotion and you say things, you know. No. No. It's, it's all during the course of the day. The Bible says pray without ceasing. All during the day. I mean, when I'm doing my work, Lord, I praise you. Uh, Lord, I thank you. What it does, it keeps your attitude in check. Amen. It calms your emotion. It, it keeps your emotion in check. See, you, I want you and I to learn how to live out of the fruit of the Spirit. Now, watch this. Put this up there, Galatians chapter 5. Hand over mouth, hand over mouth. Galatians chapter 5. And look at verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. I know that word, it says temperance, but it is Self-control. Are you following what I'm saying? All of these, and it said, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ, can you see it? It's Galatians 2.20. Can you see it? And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Why? Because I'm not living out of the flesh. I'm living out of my new creation, which is born of God. So therefore, I'm able to harness my attitude, my, my, my behavior, my emotion. Can you see it? So let's look at it again. Go back to Galatians 5.22. Again, oh, Zach. But the fruit of the Spirit. That's the fruit of your spirit that's in you. The moment you made Jesus the Lord of your life, these nine attributes became a partaker of the new life that you and I ought to live out of. So what you're doing, you are embracing. <laughs> yeah. You are what? You are embracing this new life, this new attitude. Huh? Notice this. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? What is the fruit of the Spirit? So if you want to know you walking in the Spirit, to walk in the Spirit, just simply saying, I'm walking in the Word. Amen? You're walking in that new life that produces these manifestations. Let me say it to you again. You're walking in that new life that produces these manifestations. I'm going to say that to you one more time. We're walking in that new life, which is Christ in us, to bring, to manifest these manifestations or these attributes. That's what you are not living out of. Huh? Can you say amen? So think about this for a moment. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Is what? Is love. So when I walk in love, I'm walking in all the rest of them. <laughs> Can y'all see that? 
Yeah, because love knows that that's, who, that's what God is. God is love. Uh, John 3.16 said what? For God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only son for someone like me. Old wretched. Saved old wretched man like me. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I was wretched. I ain't going to go there. I'm on, I'm on there. Glory to God. We used to sing that church, that song in the, in the Baptist church. Amazing grace. Boy, look, them, them, they get to sing. How sweet the sound. Amen. Look, I got y'all now. Oh, shaka, 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 lay. Shaka, zula. <laughs> that Motown spirit trying to come back. Get out of there, boy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, watch this. So, the fruit of the spirit is love. It's joy, it's peace, it's long-suffering, it's gentleness, it's goodness, it's faith. Meekness. That word meekness just simply means I'm teachable. You have to be teachable. Amen? And then you're, that temperance is self-control. You know, some people say, well, I just couldn't help myself. Yes, you could. The reason why you acted the way you did because you acted out of your Flesh, the lust of your flesh. Now, go to the next verse. Watch this. Verse 23, 24. And they that are Christ have what? What have you done? You crucify the flesh. That means you put your flesh under. By an act of your will, right? See? Why? Because I can do that simply because why? I'm born of God. Can y'all see that? All right. Let's get into the lesson. Romans chapter 5. And go with me to verse 12. Notice the scripture says, Wherefore, as by one man, sin did what? Notice the word is singular. Not sins, but sin. What was the sin that entered into the world? Hmm? I hear many voices come and talk to me. Disobedient. And what was his disobedient? Y'all, you know y'all in school. Yeah, this is a class. Right? All right. Let's go back. Uh, Genesis chapter 3. Cha Genesis chapter 2. And look at verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to do what? To dress it and to do what? Wow. How do you think you're going to dress it and keep it? You are a speaking spirit. Okay. Yeah. He ate from the tree. But you are a what? A speaking spirit. So you could... Now, the garden is on the inside of you. 
Hmm? So we should never get loose with our words. If I'm conscious of the new life that's in me. All right. Next verse. Verse 16. And the Lord God did what? Ooh, he gave him a command. Right? Saying. Now notice this. He spoke to man. Right? Saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Next verse. But the tree of the knowledge of what? Good and evil. Thou should not eat of it. God never intended for you to know good or evil. God intended for you to know God. <laughs> the glory of God is present in your life right now. Amen. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not, what? Eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, there it is, thou shalt, what? Surely die. That die was a spiritual death. It was a dual death. But the emphasis was upon man's spirit because we know that it dealt with his spirit because it took 900 how many years that was, brother? Uh, yeah, it was what not 930 years for him to physically die after he died right here. Spiritual death. So that was a dual death. So you and I were never created to die. That's why you're gonna have that's why you got a new glorified body that will never die again. A glorified soul. I be able to eat all the pork chop sandwich I want. Huh? Fried pork chop sandwich. I'm tell you what. Put me a little tomato on that. Slap me a little mayo on that. Better watch out, that boy. <laughs> and don't have to be concerned about no weight, gaining no weight. No exercise. Oh, lemon meringue pie, here I come. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, look, they're going to have some crackling in heaven. I'm telling you that probably now. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> so notice this. He said, <laughs> I'm to y'all making me act up tonight. Look, notice this. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should what? Be alone, right? I will make him what? A help meet for him. God, because everything produced after this kind, right? All right, now, go to, uh, well, let me say, finish this. And it said, the Bible said, and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field. Every fowl of the air. And notice this. The Lord made them, but what, what did he do? He brought them where? To Adam to do what? To see 
what he will call them. God didn't give them their name. Adam did. You see how intelligent Adam was? He had the mind of God. That's why you and I, as born again, you got two mindsets, but one spirit. You got your mind, and you got the mind of Christ. We're sitting here tonight for you and I to get the mind of Christ, that we can walk in the mind with the mind of Christ. You already have the mind of Christ. It's your mind that don't want to conform. Amen. But we, we winding it up. You remember the jack in the box? <laughs> All right, go to the next verse, that Zach. And Adam gave the name to all cattle and to all the fowl of the air and every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found and help meet for him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a woman. Glory to God for my wife, my honey plum. I'm trying to tell you, boy, that's my strawberry. And the Lord Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And look what he did. And he slept. And he took the one of his ribs. You see why we like ribs so much? He took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he did. He made, whoa, man. Did y'all catch it? Whoa, when Adam saw that one, whoa, man. What is this? And the Lord said, that's for you, son. What? Boy, don't y'all go home put no air green on tonight? No. <laughs> and he brought and he brought her unto the man. Is that right? And Adam said, This is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Okay? And there shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the two shall be one flesh. Verse 25, I think it is. And notice this. And they were both what? Naked. And what? And the man and his wife were what? Were not. What? They were not ashamed. Why? Because that was no sin. Sin is what makes us ashamed. Sin is what makes us hide. Sin is what make us compromise. Can you see it? Hallelujah. All right, now go go to Genesis chapter 3. Watch this. Here we go. (coughs) Now the serpent was what? More subtle than any beast of the field. The word subtle means what? Cunning. Crafting. Crafty. That means he was, he had this charm about himself. You know, you see in Eastern culture how people take a cobra 
mesmerized. You know, yep, you know. A good snake is always a dead one. I don't care what nobody say. Amen. And so it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, notice what the serpent said. Now remember, the commandment was with what? Moses. I mean, not Moses. What's his name? Adam. Thinking about Moses. I look back then, I saw Desmond, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it said, has God said? Look what, look what the serpent said. Yes. Has God said? You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Huh? And the woman said to the serpent, well, what's wrong with this conversation? She opened herself up. Right. So when you open yourself up for conversation that is not in the right. Now remember, we laughed about this a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm connecting the dots. The fruit of the Spirit. That's what you live out of. That new nature that you and I have been conceived in. The what the life I'm living out of is the new fruit of the new life that's in me. So now I'm able to harness how I think. I'm able to tell my, my thinker, no, this is what we this is what we're gonna think on. This is how we're gonna act in this situation. When my mama, my mama ain't raised no food. My mama said, you know, eye for eye and two for two. Baby, this ain't your mama. You were born again now. Mama just did what she knew to do. But now that you're a new creature in Christ, your life has radically changed. How is the world going to know us different from them? They got to see a difference in us. And, in, and I'm not just talking about how you speak. I'm talking about how you live when nobody watching you. You know, they got some folks, they, they'll, 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 put, they'll, get, they'll get them a pair of monoculars and stand around the corner just to watch you. See, are you really real or not? But if you made your mind up, Travis, I'm a, I got one life to live. That's it. It doesn't mean I did it perfect. I'm doing it perfect. But at least I am who I says I am in him. Or I am who he says I am. Right? Okay, now watch this. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Now let me see, can you pick this up? But the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Where did she get that from? When God spoke to Adam, she was not even present. She was alive because she was in him. Did you catch it? So that means she, that means when God spoke to Adam, watch this. What verse was that? Uh, go back to Genesis, what is it, 2, 
to uh, 14 or 15, what is that? He said, no, uh, keep going down, uh, 15. Keep going. Nine, yeah, that sounds right. Give me nine. Okay, go go down, go down, go 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 back down to verse nineteen. Fifteen. Okay. No, the the tree. Go down next verse. And the Lord God. Go to the next verse. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field, right? Next verse. And he get an Adam named all the cattle, follow the air, right? And that was not a, he, a, a helpmate met for him. I think I'm too far down. I'm looking for when the Lord gave command of not eating of that tree. Is it verse 15? He gave him command not to eat. 16, there it is. And the Lord God commanded the man. I just want to see where y'all listening. And the Lord God commanded the man what? Saying of what? Of every tree of the garden thou mayest what? Freely eat, but what? But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not what? Eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt what? Surely die. Now, God spoke this to Adam. Before a helpmate, right? But she should have known because she was in him, right? So when God, no, it's not her fault. No, <laughs> and that's what Adam did. It was that woman you gave me. No, no. Watch this. Watch this. Now notice this. Go back to Genesis 3. And what verse was that? 3? Genesis 3, 3. But the fruit of this tree, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. Is that a correct statement? See? Where did she get that do not touch it? Because God said for them to dress and to keep. That's verse 17 of Genesis 2, right? He told them, that's the two things. To dress it and to do what? And to keep it. Go back. That verse uh, uh, 15, 16. <coughs> okay. So. See, to dress and to keep it, right? That was their responsibility. Where did, so where did she get, now go back to Genesis 3 and look at verse 3, or is it verse 4? 3. And God has said, you shall not eat 
of it. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. She said, God has said. But that's not so. Is that right? Now watch this. Next verse. And the serpent said to the woman, notice he didn't correct her. Because everything he did, he had to do it in a suggested form. They have a perfect environment that they're living in. Now, I'm giving you this because I want you to understand your environment and mine is not perfect. But through the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit, we can create an environment that is godly, that is Holy Ghost. By saying. Meaning, when I say by saying, you're living out of the Spirit of Christ. You're living out of the fruit of the new life that you have embraced. Right? So if you're, not, if you're not living your life outside of the new identity that has given you love, joy, peace, long-suffering, then what's going to happen? You're going to live out of your flesh, meaning you will live out of your emotion. There are many people incarcerated tonight because they made a bad emotional decision. You don't think this is real? This is serious. So you need to make sure that the life that you now live in the flesh, you're living it by the faith of the Son of God that loved you and gave himself for you. That's why we're here tonight. To grow up more spiritually, to do what? Learning how, learning how to li live my life out of the realm of this new life with this new idea, with this new attitude. Because your old way of thinking, it's there. It's going to take some uprooting. It's going to take some plowing. Hmm? It's going to take some digging. Because you got some deep roots about how you feel about certain things. Hmm? And the only thing that can get under there and excavate it is the word of God. You can't change you. But by hearing the words of Christ, what you have, what he's already done, guess what? You keep hearing it and you keep hearing it and you keep hearing it and you keep hearing it. And then all of a sudden you're going to hear it and the Holy Ghost going to. It's like a key in a lock, in a cylinder. Unclick. It clicks. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm telling you, just think about you have a code on your door. My wife won't use the code that we have. She, she takes her key. She says, I ain't trusting that thing. <laughs> but, you know, you put that code in. And guess what? That thing just automatically unlocked. Mm. It's the same thing about my truck. You put the code in, and it just unlocked, right? That's if you got a forward, okay. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. So look at this. So notice the serpent said to the woman, you shall not what? Surely die. Surely die. So what is the death that he's talking about? 
It's a spiritual death. That is what, that's the death that, make, that created everything that you and I see today in this world. That is the death right there. What is that death brought about? It brought about all type of mental disabilities, autism, uh, paralysis, hmm? blindness, deafness. I mean, you think to say, well, it's something in y'all gene. It's something in the, you know, in the family. Well, it may be, but it didn't start that. It started right here. And so, therefore, a certain illness, a certain sickness, a certain disease, or whatever, it'll keep walking in that family until someone who's born again and understand their spiritual right to break the cycle of it. And say, no, you're not. Not my son. Not my daughter. See, why? You broke the power of it. <laughs> oh, you, you understand what I'm trying to tell you. See, that life, that you're speaking out of the life the way God originally created the heavens and the earth. That's the seed that's inside of you. That's the ability you have as a son and daughter of God. You have to release faith in the, in the finished works of Christ. Notice I said, faith in the finished works of Christ. What did he do? If he did it, then guess what? I'm releasing my belief in what he did, and therefore I speak, and therefore I have. Now, you may not see no manifestation in the flesh. But I'm not living in the flesh. The moment I make contact with the life that's in me, it's coming to me. It's working on my behalf. That's the reason why you have to live out of the spirit. Because what? What you feel, what you see, what you hear, it's working too. It's working on your flesh. Say, well, if you got it, when is it going to show up? Well, you didn't got prayed for this, you got prayed for that, and ain't nothing changed. When is it going to happen? You have to be the one to put on your big boy pants, your big girl pants, and do what? And tell the devil, shut up. I already have it. Okay? We're going to teach you how to live out of it. Watch this. Oh, my Lord. Look at my time. Okay. All right. So she said, notice what he said. For God does know that in the day we eat thereof, your eyes shall be open. This is Satan saying this. Their eyes were already open. But what were their eyes open to? See, notice this. The enemy, again, he was presenting something in a suggested matter. And the only reason why he was able to do it, because Eve was already flirting with that tree. Now, no kudos to Adam because he was right there. You say, well, why wouldn't he not say anything? Because God made both of them equal. He came from us. She came from him. The covenant was with Adam. But guess what? They both, that was no, that was, that was no restraint. Like right now, the, the wife is submitted to her husband. 
See, a lot of people don't even understand what that means. One day we're going to talk about that. See, a woman, she get a hold to the vision. she get it going. Are you following what I'm saying? We'll talk about it later. I, I'm, I need to stay right here. But notice this. God made the covenant with Adam, but because he did with Adam, what I showed you back there in Genesis 2, he took the rib from him, from himself, to put in her. So bone to bone, flesh to flesh, she should have known. The same spirit that breathed into Adam is the same spirit that gave Eve life. It wasn't different. So what Adam knew, Eve knew. Are you following what I'm saying here? That serpent was not supposed to be talking. That's just like thoughts in your mindset of your past. It's not real, but it's talking. And if you don't know how, if you don't know what to do with that, it'll keep on talking. Hmm? You don't fight a thought with a thought. If you fight a thought with a thought, you're going to lose. You fight a thought with the word. What does the word say about this? See, that's your, your spiritual DNA gives you a right to say, what does the word say? I'm the redeemed of the Lord. And I say so. That thought is not my, let me, let me show you, I can't, I can't go any further. Let me, so let me show you how, how to handle this before I quit. I know I got y'all holding many place, but I, you know, this is how we do it. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. And this is it. This is it. This is it. I don't want Casey to cut me off. Oh, this is it. <laughs> uh, 2 Corinthians 10, for though we what? Walk in the flesh? We do not what? And this is the problem. That's why he's saying that. Why? Because so many, we stay in the flesh and not stay in the spirit. To stay in the spirit means we don't live out of the word. We don't speak out of the word. We speak how we feel. Hmm? We got to get rid of that. Okay? Watch this. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not what? Walk after the flesh. I mean, we don't use the same words to fight with the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are what? They are not what? Carnal? That means they're just not fleshy. Because when you retaliate in the flesh with words, well, guess what? More words from the opposite flesh going to come until you got a big Commotion going on there. No. We speak words that's filled with life. Amen. Watch this. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are what? Mighty through God. Everybody say that. They are mighty through who? Through God. The weapons that you and I have. The warfare that you and I wage. It's through God. Notice this. To the pulling down of what? Stronghold. 
So you want to pull out a stronghold? You know what the word stronghold means? Barriers. You know, I tend to have barriers, north and south, to keep you on. Well, that's what's in your mind. Barriers, them, those, that, 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 that stronghold is to put a barrier around so you can't come out. Like the little boy said. My mama said she's not home. <laughs> Some of y'all just caught it. <laughs> Notice this. So notice this. So to tear down that barrier, notice it. Casting down imagination. That means just you're not getting rid of your imagination. You're casting down the thoughts that is in your imagination that got you, you know, thinking something wrong when nothing is wrong. It's only in your thought. And it's trying to get you to do what? To commit. To give voice to how you think, how you feel. How you think and how you feel, it will change if you get a hold to the word. If you understand this identity that you have. This identity of who you are. You don't speak how you feel. Well, some people say, well, I'm just trying to keep it real. No, what's real is who I am in Christ. God is the creator of heaven and earth. He created the heavens and the earth with his word. Hmm? You got to make your mind up. Are you going to walk in the truth? Are you going to walk in the spirit of error? Telling you you got to feel this way. Telling you you got to accept it. No. Casting down imagination. Every high thing that does what? Exalt itself. Notice this. Not against you. It's exalt. That thought is saying, I'm going to exalt myself against the knowledge of God. Since, since you don't understand it, guess what? I'm going to exalt myself above the knowledge of God. I mean, I'm going to get you to do it. You're a loser. You're a loser. And you'll be walking around. Something happened. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Well, what you think you're doing? You may not be a loser today. You may not be a loser tomorrow. What you think you're doing? You're setting an atmosphere for a loser. And then somebody's going to come out and loser! <laughs> huh? You better let that devil know. Liar! I'm an overcomer! You may not feel like it. It may not feel. But I'm trying to tell you, when you speak the words that you have that has been given unto you, I'm telling you, that cycle will break off of you. That power will fall off of you. Why? Because you stand in your ground. That's how you do it. Casting down imagination, every high thing that exalts itself. Against the knowledge of God, not against the knowledge of you, not against the knowledge of your tradition, not against the knowledge of your family, against the knowledge of God. And the only reason why them crazy thoughts are coming, because it wants you to stay crazy so that you do not fulfill the will of God for your life. Folks say you're crazy and you walk around here, you know, well, you know, I'm taking this because I'm crazy. They say I'm crazy. 
your mama. You understand? <laughs> Y'all understand what I'm saying? No. When you do that and you say, and bring it into captivity. Every thought. You see that? To the obedience of Christ. If that thought is not of Christ, you better bring that thought to the obedience of Christ and say, in the name of Jesus. You ain't got to be loud. I tell myself, in the name of Jesus, that ain't my thought. I'm free. That's how you got to talk. In the name of Jesus. See why? Because you got the right. But if you don't talk to it, it's going to keep talking to you. Hmm? Boy, I wish I could give y'all one more verse, but my time is out. <sighs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Did y'all learn anything tonight? 